Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Welcome to Disposable Worlds, the show where we take your ideas, blow them up, and stitch them back together piece by piece in fun, hilarious Frankensteinian fashions. My name is Ryan, and I'm packing the grenades right now, and I'm ready to go. My name is Cody, and I'm just interested in improving my needlework. Um, I'm I'm Steven, and I'm here to judge the Frankenstein monster we create afterwards. Steven likes to hang around backstage and uh, barge in on the uh, the Frankensteins while they're getting dressed for the swimsuit competition. I'm I'm employed by a Mrs. Frankenstein's monster, and she's only going after the best. Oh, I see. Well, what we do is we take ideas that we have solicited online for crazy sci-fi, fantasy, and other worlds, and then we stitch them together, uh, one one to another. Um, actually, kind of in a hu- in a human centipede sort of. I would fashion. like this episode to explore the other category. The other category? Yeah, sci-fi, fantasy, and then other. I'd like to do other this week, please. That's just, is that just our modern world? Yeah, what is other? Let's do a lot of others. This, yeah. Let's <laughs> just, just reality. <laughs> we've, done, we've done enough science fiction and fantasy. I want to focus on other. Yeah. We're going to go for the nonfiction mm-hmm. this the, week. The, the true world that we live in and we'll create here. Well, let's hop in. Let's see what we got. So, user human rocket says, shoes are sentient. And friendly. Well, that's not a good start for the the nonfiction <laughs> world, right there. What are you talking about? My shoes are my shoes are friendly, whether they're sentient, you know that they need to be tested. I guess. I guess that's true. I've never really tested my shoes, and they don't really usually hurt me. Is there like an Isaac Asimov style like test for sentience that you can put your shoes through to see usually if they like you put things like in front of a mirror and you like test whether a thing can recognize oh, you, itself? Yeah, you put a little dot on its forehead and see if it can. I mean, shoes it... have soles, so no, oh, well, that's true. About as sentient as anything, I would say. I mean, test passed. Good job, shoes. You're there. I just uh, so shoes if they are if they are sentient and kind, they're they're not something you find naturally occurring though, right? Do you find shoes out in the wild? Well, have you ever seen a shoe being made? Actually, I've never actually seen. A shoe I honestly being made. have no clue where shoes come. Do you think from. a shoe? Do you think shoe stores are going to be kind of like uh, humane societies? <laughs> like I, I, I'm thinking of this as like you know, shoes are friendly, but maybe you can't get every shoe to get your feet up inside of it. You know. And so you got you got to find you got to build a relationship with your shoes. You know you got to feed them for a while. Yeah, uh-huh. and there might be tame shoes and feral shoes the same way that you've got dogs. It says that they're way kind, too. so they're even friendly. if they're feral, they're still yeah. they're friendly and polite about it. You know. Yeah, but so I mean, I would say dogs are friendly, but occasionally you come across a real mean dog. Right. I guess my biggest question is is that the the hole that you put your foot in is that their mouth? <laughs> uh. 
I, I feel like that's just their uh, mouth. You know, that just, makes it. it we, we call it the tongue. You know. Yeah, because the tongue is coming out. You're thinking. You're thinking of sentient life from a very human perspective, my man. Like, if you don't need to breathe or eat, then you don't need a mouth, mm. right? Is that why your feet get so sweaty all day long? It's like it's mostly just shoe saliva. Because yeah, big wet yeah. shoe, shoe mouth. That's how you keep them hydrated. <sighs> <laughs> they're they're drinking up Gross. our sweaty feet and yeah they're keeping us warm they're drinking you know? up that human sweat so when like when you're walking along and all of a sudden you hit a patch of like floor that's like all of a sudden your shoes start squeaking really awkwardly it's definitely crying out is that just like is, just, is it like it's like a cold floor and it's really uncomfortable for them and they're Probably. crying out against that or is it it's like you ever get indian burn or like you fall on a rug or something you your arm gets all mm. scraped up from a rug and you get real hurt you know it's kind of like that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. or maybe they're trying to tell you that timmy's trapped in a well or something along those lines <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a patch of um, floor in the kitchen at work where, for some reason, I've got one pair of shoes that every time I walk through there, it squeaks. I, like I've A lot just, of kids and wells around there. It's either that or it's just really hungry because it smells the food, but I, I get really embarrassed every time I walk in there and I like walk really fast You don't fast give through. it enough foot sweat. You really got to work up your foot sweat. Next time, you just got to explain to your coworkers, guys, these shoes haven't gotten enough foot sweat. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you're, oh. you're jogging in place at your desk while you're working. I'm just trying to work up some feet sweat, boss. Don't worry about it. Hmm. These dogs are barking. These dogs are barking. I got to work Just up some feet trying sweat. Trying to keep, keep these dogs happy. <laughs> uh, well, shoes are, are sentient and friendly. They don't, well, I mean, in our world at least, they don't really do much besides, I guess, just kind of bark when you walk along certain parts of uh, linoleum or whatever. But, I mean, what is a friendly shoe versus like an unfriendly shoe, though? Well, I think, it, I, I mean, it says shoes are friendly, so I don't think there are they unfriendly are all, shoes. They're just all yeah. friendly. But I have to wonder, like, if shoes are sentient, is anything else sentient? Or do we cover it with the soul thing? Because what what else has a soul? Yeah, shoes are the only things that have souls as far as I'm aware. Humans don't even have souls as as far as I know. Except for, like, the blues. The blues got soul. Blues Blues got soul. (laughs) The blues has soul. Uh, Yes. Okay. Now we're we're getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. Okay, so blues is sentient as well. Mm Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. blues and shoes. It's usually a pretty safe bet if it rhymes with blues or shoes that it's likely sentient. Mm-hmm. Blues clues shoes. Blues clues <laughs> shoes. The the friendliest, most sentient thing on earth. Mm-hmm. That probably would be honestly. Well, let's mix another one in here to really get it stirring up, though. But so besides your shoes being sentient and friendly, uh, Tosser's delight says the angrier you are, the more powerful you become. So kind of a Hulk mode for everybody sort of a situation. Oh, <laughs> this is a dangerous planet right here. Okay. Uh-huh. It is pretty dangerous. I mean, honestly. But, I mean, everyone everyone is so preoccupied with their relationship with their shoes. Like, I, I feel like in this world, everyone is really friendly and yeah. comfortable. They probably haven't even realized the, the potential of how, how powerful you could become. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because you're not going to be wearing your shoes all the time. So if you've got your shoes off and you step on a, on I a Lego. Think, you know what? Don't speak for me, man. I would be wearing my shoes 24-7. Some do. That's a close, intimate bond I have with those shoes. Well, the problem is, is that kids get really angry. Uh, I mean, they get really angry, and also they almost are never wearing their shoes. So those are two excellent points, Ryan. So all the times when I was a kid, and my parents told me, like, warned me about getting angry, told me not to wear my emotions on on my sleeve. You know, Mm -hmm. they were they were really just protecting themselves. Well, yeah, I mean, like if you had a Hulk mode kid. (laughs) 
like, I mean, honestly, I see kids get more angry than I see any adult on a daily basis. I definitely, I definitely think that, like, most people would get less powerful as they get older, not just because of the natural aging effect, but, like, calming down. yeah, you just, we all just chill out. Like, I don't know many people who can maintain that level of aggression that they had in middle school and high school mm-hmm. well into their 30s. Like, it just doesn't happen. Is there a drug... That, like, makes you angry? Oh, I mean... Because I was thinking, like, you know, you smoke some weed to calm down, to chill out, but, like, what... I know there are things that, like, amp you up, but what... Is there anything that makes you just, like, fucking pissed? I, I feel like mostly... Uh, the news. Mostly you just don't sleep. Fox News. And as you don't sleep, you just get real <laughs> fucked up. I'm just imagining a kid throwing a temper tantrum and stamping his feet and just the awful damage he's doing to just his sentient destroying shoes. destroying everything around him. Just stomping his poor, poor shoes. You know what? You bring up an excellent point because if my shoes are sentient, I'm probably going to be a lot more careful about how I walk and jump. Yeah, you're not going to be walking through puddles and stuff, you know, unless like they it, like it. In the movie Die Hard, Bruce Willis actually just took off his shoes to protect them from all the broken glass. Yeah. <laughs> she was like this is dangerous guys I don't want, I don't want you guys to get hurt I don't want to hurt you guys I'll take this one but she's actually might like uh, puddles you know it's kind of like dogs like to run through puddles and stuff like that so yeah, yeah I, th- I think they're definitely you got to find the right shoes of course but there's there's shoes out there mm-hmm. boots I think I think most boots probably love puddles oh they love it and if shoes are sentient because they have soles does that mean flip-flops and sandals are not sentient well, no, flip-flops and sandals have soles. That's the bottom of the, bottom they're, they're of the shoe there. So. That's just the whole bottom of the shoe is the sole? Yeah, they're real laid back. They're more of a Margaritaville yeah. style. Yeah. Of like we got, a, we got Jimmy Buffett shoes. Those are those are like the those are the laid back lazy dog, the beach dogs. I just can't, like, there's just too much tonal dissonance in this episode so far. I can't go from, like, the happy utopia of friendly sentient shoes to anger town, you know? Well, it's it just <laughs> anger children, mostly, like... I don't know. I can get real peeved every once in a while, man. Yeah, well, once you get them to start wearing shoes, yeah, it's a lot easier. Yeah, once you convince them the shoes are great. I mean, I would imagine, though, like, if you had sentient, friendly shoes, like, they're basically snuggling up on your feet all day long. Like, it's like having 360, 720... 24/7 snuggles going on on your feet. So like you're 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 fine. Like the way that your dog snuggles up to you in bed mm-hmm. at night, same deal but on your feet all day long. Fuzzy. God, um, I want to go put my shoes on right now. <laughs> yeah, you you got no problems. You you're warm. Your feet are warm and toasty, fuzzy, a little bit slobbery, but that's okay. Probably smell a little bit too. Do your shoes poop? Do they poop on the outside or the inside? Um so this is the inevitable question that we always have to ask when we have something like the the anger uh, suggestion. Does it count for animals? So if mm. my shoes get angry, do they Cuz we can become... control our temper, but I cannot control a gorilla's temper. Oh, gorillas. Well, it says the ang- it says the angrier you are. So it's obviously addressing me specifically. So yeah. the angrier that I get, the more powerful I yeah, become. Yeah, but if a gorilla reads that sentence, oh shit. Yeah. But gorillas can't read. Uh, if a gorilla is signed that sentence, <laughs> it's probably universal. It's probably universal all around. Even probably your shoes. Like if you manage to get your your shoes are friendly, but like even friendly people get angry. Mm-hmm. If you piss your shoes off, though, they're gonna get really powerful. I mean, it doesn't really specify but, the types of powers that you get, though. It could be like you get you get really friendship based powers. You get more powerful in, in with friendship. The more socially powerful you become, yeah, more socially empowered. Uh, people just are attracted to you. You get really good at speed running Mario, if that's your thing. Yeah. That's a power. Everybody's kind of got a superpower. Some people I work with are really good with people. Some people are really good at negotiating. 
That's kind of like their superpower. So the angrier you get, if you if you're like if your shoes get really angry and their whole thing is being friendly, the angrier they get, the more friendly they become. So it's like a literal kill you with kindness sort of a situation. Mm-hmm. I want to see the uh, the X Men Xavier That's, School. I was I was gonna go with X Men too. I was wondering if this is like an X Men situation. Yeah, I want to see what Xavier like. I want him to work with the children and figure out what gets them real yeah. riled up. So we can help them like develop their powers. And, like what kind of superpowers we get when we're angry, you know? Like what if yeah. everyone gets different powers? Some people might be pretty mundane. That'd be cool. It de- maybe it depends on the type of anger. Like if you if you're hangry, for instance, mm-hmm. you get the ability to sense the food, the delicious delicious <laughs> snacks that you're so tra- you're so craving. You can take a huge breath in and it'll, like suck everything within the vicinity or directly into your mouth, and you can consume it. Like maybe mm-hmm. it depends mm-hmm. on the type of anger or frustration that you're experiencing, or what, or maybe what triggers you to be angry. Like what, what specific thing triggers you? Like if, uh, if loud chewers really piss you off, um, oh man, it gives you the power to like kill them and make them stop. To like punch, the, yeah, to like punch their head directly <laughs> off. To really, to really murder them with the power of your brain. Yeah, yeah, just to take their fork and just shove it right through their head. It gives you the power to disintegrate their teeth. <laughs> Or to dry up their tongue so that it doesn't make that smacking noise anymore. Yeah. It's just like a dry husk That's in their mouth. That's a good mouth. point. I feel like if your teeth were suddenly disintegrated, you would smack so much louder when you eat. Maybe it gives you the power to sew their mouth shut. I'm going to throw up just thinking about it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I took it to a pretty dark place. Next up, though, Cool Flu says, if enough people believe in something, it happens. So sort of a gestalt consciousness sort of a thing or like a gestalt belief system many, here it's like how many I'm, I'm curious as to how many it is and is it this like a percentage of the human population i'd say any more than three probably is it like 50 51 percent or something is like it that? like a thousand people because man there's a lot of there's mm. if there's a thousand people there's all sorts of shit that's going to be popping off yeah that's hard you can have a lot of paradoxes because like if a thousand people believe something and then another thousand believe yeah. the opposite then you've got a whole, you've got a whole paradox happening it's complicated uh and how do you even discover something like this mm. yeah it might be kind of like a like a time zone situation where like people in colorado believe one thing but as soon as you cross the border and you get the new, you get a different news station broadcasting to you. Oh. It's 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 a whole different thing. Can you can you imagine that the moon the moon wasn't cheese until we tried to go there and people were like, "What if it was cheese though?" <laughs> it would man, it would be bad. It would be so. Stinky. It's like nobody nobody believed it up until they were landing, and people just for that split second altogether thought, "But what if?" If this were how our world functioned, we would definitely be living on a flat earth. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. But do you think it's a simple majority or do you think it's like just a finite number of people? Because I almost feel like it's like you have you have to have a certain percentage of the population to believe well, it maybe it's Well, maybe it's a majority and also the passion with which you hold this belief. Oh, so you get like double points if you really, really, really feel especially deeply yeah. about it if you're like a super prominent if you're super prominent in the flat earth's circles <laughs> spheres um <laughs> that no those yeah. <laughs> discs they're not spheres they're discs i don't know how what would the political system in this world be like too i don't know like if you just if you just get your party together to believe something about society it becomes a reality I guess so. I mean, like, our system would be pretty fucked because, I mean, we've got enough, like, people thinking that, like, Trump is 
X, Y, and Z. So it's like if he just says it enough and then you get enough fucking idiots out there believing it, then all of a sudden, yeah, he is like the healthiest president that has ever lived and the greatest negotiator. I mean, that's a good way to get things done, though. If he's like, people of America, we need to come together to build this wall with our minds. Everyone, <laughs> you just have to... <laughs> he has actually think. stated that the wall has already started. So if enough people like believe that the wall has actually begun, then you save a lot of taxpayer money. Cause it's... If, you liter- if you literally live in this world, then absolutely, this is a great tactic. Yeah, mm-hmm. just believe that the wall is there, and it is. And it's not that bad, but what, so what happens, though, if you know that the jig is up? Like, if you know that what whether or not you believe something is true makes it true, like, how does that affect your ability to believe in something, you know? Because, like, you kind of know that it's false at the same time. There, there's the rub. Because, like, it, as soon as you're aware that this is how things function, it kind of breaks the system. Because, like, as soon as someone tells you to believe in something, you can, like, it, I bet there's, like, Buddhist monks who work on actively trying to believe things that they know are false, you know? <laughs> just to keep up the pretense. Just to yeah. keep them keep moving. Going. And so maybe it actually doesn't require that many people to know how to do this. Maybe everyone knows that, like, this can be done, but there are only a select few people in the world who actually have the mental capacity to 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 believe in uh what they actually don't believe in to change to change mm-hmm. their change reality around them mm-hmm. mm. that's pretty cool shoes are sentient so you've got like yeah you've got like world benders you've got specific world benders who are trained from birth to just go sit and meditate on things being true just to keep the world from yeah and you apart. only need like a group of a hundred or something like that mm. not too shabby that'd be pretty cool and then these monks charge exorbitant prices for their services. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, they just want you to believe that. That's all. <laughs> I guess if they don't need money, they can just believe money into existence. <laughs> they can just believe themselves yeah. to be full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they could also believe that they that their job isn't necessary, and that things can just work without them too. You just I can only hook. imagine going to one of these clinics and paying them. I don't know what currency they would accept, since they could believe in their own currency. Some temporal yeah. currency that they cannot believe into existence. And it's just like, all right, I want a hundred of y'all to sit around and believe that I've got a huge dick. Go. <laughs> mm. But yeah, so it's like once the jig is up on this stuff, like you can't let those the people that have this ability or that are trained to do this, you can't let them even be in the same room together. You like you have to isolate them and then each feed all of them like what you need them to meditate on individually so they can't get together and be like, you know what? We don't really have to do this. We can, what if we broke this whole thing? Kind of just believe that we don't have to do this. And then all of a sudden we don't have to do this. Maybe humanity used to have this ability, but then they believed it out of existence. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, it's possible. Like this is one of those things where it's like, it can invert on itself and just, and just sort of blink itself out of existence if the if the tide moves right. Yeah, in the beginning, humanity realized that this was a problem. This is pro- this could probably explain all of those like in, uh, architectural marvels that were just like people back then should not have been able to make this shit. <laughs> it's because we got rid of our ability to believe that those mm-hmm. things could exist. Yeah, that's true. We lost mm-hmm. it, so we can't. We can't. That's why they were able to build Stonehenge, the pyramids. But luckily, the one of their last acts before sort of blinking this ability out of existence was to make sure that we all have soft friendly snuggly shoes which was actually a pretty big solid the friendliest shoes they were just like okay we're not gonna top that one um it's been fun y'all this actually kind of ties in a little bit to the whole like fox news mentality though where like the angry you angrier you are the more powerful you become so if your power is to sort of like believe things into existence 
and all you do is like fucking watch propaganda on the, like a station like Fox News. Like all yeah. you do, like like if you're like a like Man. a sixty five or seventy year old like guy that's just hanging around watching Fox News all day, getting so fucking angry with, a, with an incredibly potent just, imagination, just getting riled. Yeah, up. just getting so fucking angry about the bullshit that they, like they're, they're spewing at you. Like you're really sort of making that world exist. Like oh fucking. Mexican rapists are everywhere. Maybe this, maybe this is the world we live in. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, that's on, so in a in a weird, sick way though. Like this is already kind of happening. Go back to because... the to the monk defense force. Yeah, I like the well, monk, monk defense, defense force. force defending us from things like that happening. Yeah, they believed they believed Fox News out of existence. <laughs> that's what I believe this world has. You Fox know, News like, in this world is a news channel that covers uh, foxes. Fox, like and, yeah, animal. Fox News became a Fox channel. Yeah, the, the monk defense fox. force defeated Fox News. <laughs> it took it took a lot of monks to pull it off. Yeah, this is has, have either of you guys read Foundation? Because this is a straight up Foundation shit here. Yeah, it, basically, yeah, um, Asimov. I have not. I have not. It's on my list of things to read. It's very good, and I'm still anyone who anyone who is listening to this show and has actually listened to uh, it regularly will know. That I'm likely still reading the Wheel of Time, and we'll be reading the Wheel of Time for all for of time. the rest of my life. Uh, good luck with that. Yes, if only I could believe that I already read it and it's in my mind, so I can move on to the billion other books I would very much like to read. Mm-hmm. Hey, sp- spoiler alert! You're going to be disappointed. Just uh, either stop reading it now or kill yourself. <laughs> Jesus, those are the only those are the only two ways out. Have you read it? Have you finished it? Uh, it really, it doesn't get better. <laughs> this is as good as it gets, Cody. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so let's let's toss in another idea here. Starbeard Starbeard boy says, um, "Party world." Okay, it's all one word. It says party world. <laughs> so world of parties, man. Party like world. I mean, I can kind of get down on that, I guess. Party world. I mean, we're supposed to be exploring the other category, but th- and th- that is a pure science fiction fantasy world right there. I cannot back. I that feel right like now. the removal of the space in between party world, like I'm just staring at this word and it is becoming something else to me. <laughs> and I don't know what it is, but party world is the, a new thing that doesn't like to just, to just describe a world that is partying all the time, I think does not fit party world, you know? Like this is an this is an idea into itself. What okay, so what does it mean what what is the party world? Maybe party world is just an alien word for some planet out there <laughs> that has nothing or very little to do with partying. They have occasional parties as often or as many as Earth has. Yeah, yeah. Just a regular amount of parties, but their their world is called party world. But they world. exist. Maybe maybe in their galactic in their galactic uh, union or whatever, like they, like they're the wild planet that parties all the time. But really, they don't really like compared to Earth. You call you call that a party? Come on. World in particular here is just starting to like. I look at that word, that the spelling of it, and it just doesn't look right. And I'm like, what's going on here? So how much weed did you smoke before recording this episode? Is that Steve? really no? I'm telling you, like this sounds the, like weed. Talks. I'm looking at I'm like looking at Steve. other words here, and they all look perfectly normal. Yes, words look funny when you stare at them too long. <laughs> And smoke a lot of weed while doing it. And smoke a, yeah, smoke a lot of weed and cross your eyes. But it's like when you say a word too many times. You know, you just mm-hmm. keep saying pizza, 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 pizza. And eventually you're like, what the fuck is pizza? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what the fuck is party world? Man? I just don't think you're down with the party is all. Like, you just haven't had enough party in your world to understand party world. Party world like, is totally incomprehensible to me. Party world is like Toga Planet. 
Yeah. It's, it's fucking <laughs> the toga the togonauts have the landed togonauts. on, on yeah. Party World. It's oh it's it's the Greeks the ancient Greeks who managed to build an ancient Greek spaceship and escape Earth mm. and colonize uh, another planet and that's Party World. The ancient Greeks have left in their space rocket. They did. They left they left they managed to leave before Christianity struck. Because they um, believed in their ability to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before the great fall of believing in things. This was before the great fall of believing, so they managed to believe themselves away from Earth, because, like, this shit is, you know, this is, Earth is skunked, man. <laughs> Busted. And they wanted, they wanted a fresh planet to party on. So, our um, sentient friendly shoes native to Party World? So I kind of feel like that goes hand in hand. I, I feel I imagine it would be hard to party consistently, like on a regular basis, every day, all over the world, without sentient shoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you gotta have something that keeps you up and keeps you dancing. You know? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Keeps you dancing, walks you to the water trough to hydrate before you pass out. Massages your feet when you feel mm-hmm. a little sore. Well, you do it. Mm-hmm. You like trade off like dance duties and shifts. Like you dance for a while, then the shoes dance you for a while, and then you know back and forth. You can pass out on your feet. You can throw up and still not stop dancing. The party never stops. The party never stops in Party World. Welcome to Party World. And honestly, if if sentient friendly shoes are anything like a dog, you can throw up on Party World and your shoes will just eat the vomit. So Your shoes will love it. I mean, if they're sucking on your foot sweat, yeah, they'll probably eat your vomit too, man. So you're good. I mean, you're good to go. Get back in there, yeah, champ. That's how you party. Let's start. Let's just fucking mix up. Let's just mix some more nasties up in this world. Let's Chef, get weird, man. Let's get fucking weird. Let's just dump all this up in here. Chef Robert Irvine says, Your age correlates with the temperature outside. What the fuck? When it flu- <laughs> when it fluctuates it gets and gets hotter and colder, you grow older and younger. Holy shit. 40 degrees equals 40 years old. 100 degrees equals 100 years old. Okay. It makes sense why all those old people are in Florida. Holy shit. Is, wait, is this fucking Fahrenheit? My God. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's off the. That's, that's off the terrible. Charts. Can you go negative age? Can you be unborn uh, in this world because oh of the man. fucking temperature? I will never be comfortable. Yeah, I know. It's like what the fuck. And this doesn't. Okay, yeah, this doesn't make any sense to me because, I mean, I almost feel like it makes more sense to be like if it's a like add those degrees to your life to your to your existing age because it's like everybody's the same age all the same time depending on what the the temperature well is. depending on where you are uh dude it fucking specifies that it's the temperature outside so you can't even climate control that shit in your apartment <laughs> man yeah it's like i feel like it's cold outside oh yeah you you figure you fucking moron <laughs> you think Cause you're like tw- you're like 12 years old right now oh this would suck really bad everybody's the same age around you it's actually kind of nice because it makes like it like your the dating pool is going to be pretty big yeah. here. Everything. Yeah, that's true. But also, it's like you can really only do your like procreative stuff in the spring and the fall. Like when- humans would migrate too, right? We'd probably go. We'd probably go north. We'd probably go north for the summer to get out. Like okay, so here's a here's a big problem. So when you found the problem with this, <sighs> okay. This is this is a big problem. So, is it after you're after you're born is when this takes place, or when you're gestating in the womb does this affect you as well? Oh God! Mm. Oh God! Mm. <laughs> oh Benjamin Button babies all over oh. the place. <laughs> oh. Worse oh, than man. that. Like this is. Ugh. Yeah, we did the old baby episode before. How do we keep coming up 
to like up with ideas that lead to Benjamin Button babies. Yeah, because it's the ultimate conundrum that we're uh, uh, that eventually all human beings must must face. We're stumped. We never solved it. We never solved the Benjamin Button baby. All worlds end up at Benjamin Button. If you cannot reconcile the Benjamin Button, you will not pass on from this world. You become a you can become a bound spirit. You must resolve the Benjamin Button of this world, <laughs> or you will not be free. If you'd like to move on. I know we've we, we gotta ask this question again, and I really hope the answer is yes, but does this apply to animals? <laughs> and if God it does, it. does it apply is it relative to like zero is birth, a hundred is death? Or yeah, animal animal age, because then dogs just don't exist. Like I, you would just never get. Yeah, dogs. I was about to say dogs only. Dogs just do not fucking exist. Like turtles, we just have turtles. And that's a world I don't want to be in. Yeah, I feel like it translates into dog years. There's like an equation that's built into this. I feel better about that. I'm I'm moving north to be with all my dog puppies. <laughs> yeah, and you'll be a dog. You'll be a puppy too. Not. A- I will be a little boy. Yeah. And puppies, and it will be the best life ever. Just you, your shoes, and your dogs. Yep. This sounds this sounds pretty good. I would definitely move to Canada, especially since in this world, shoes are just weird dogs. Just me in the North but, like, Pole, and so like you don't gain any experience. So like even when you have a baby, and all of a sudden it hits hundred degrees outside, you've got a hundred year old toddler. Oh, like a, a toddler that has the and you got to change his diaper. The bone density of 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 a of a hundred year old and the diaper skills of a hundred year old <laughs> hundred old. Yeah. hundred year old. Also a one year old. Um, and also, uh, the angrier they get, the more power, the angrier they get, the more powerful they become. So you've got like hundred year old toddlers throwing temper tantrums, becoming more powerful. Well, I don't know about you guys, but when it gets hot, I get bothered. Oh yeah. Mm, I will be yeah. a very cantankerous, angry old man. So, which will make me super powerful, which means I'll be able to survive just about anything as long as it's hot. But I'll also be fucking miserable. I don't know. I actually kind of like this idea personally because if you find if you find a nice temperate zone, uh, I mean you're gonna have to get accustomed to pretty cold weather. You're gonna like I'm gonna it's 20 degrees every day if you want to be, you know, in the mm. sexy zone of, yeah, of life. <laughs> The hot, the hot life. You got to get in that cold zone. But you got to be really, you got to be really careful though, too, because like physically, like mentally, you you haven't changed, but physically you have. So like everybody's the same age all the time. So if you're up in the like the sauna party pool on Party World where this is happening, and like you're you're trying to throw down that Mac, you could be hitting on a literal hundred year old person, or you could be hitting on somebody who is like. Mm-hmm, 12 or 15 or something like that don't matter dog don't matter it's all the same in the dark <laughs> oh god uh, strike that from the record <laughs> yeah that is that is tough i guess you have to have some other way to signify your age maybe i don't know everybody gets the year they were born tattooed onto their forehead that was exactly what i was thinking <laughs> that's the only solution yeah that's the best way to do it or everyone uh for the year that you're born has a secret code word i guess well i guess there's no way to that doesn't work how do you verify that um Um, you know the code word for every year after yours but not the ones before (laughs) (laughs) like you can only know if someone's older than you or yeah but you would inevitably you would eventually learn the ones from before by talking to other people and asking their age asking their code word code word doesn't work we'll have to get forehead tattoos 
forehead tattoos. tattoos is a simple, straightforward. Maybe it can be maybe it can be like behind your ear or something like that. You got to get real intimate with someone. I bet you could probably get chastity shoes though. You could probably get shoes that are like if they're friendly, they're very aware of when you were born, mm-hmm. and they're going to protect you from like weird, creepy older guys oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So, I mean, no, we don't have to get into this. <laughs> We can, we can just let it lie. Let's it's not. Fine. Let's. I'd rather not. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Let's let's throw one more into the mix and see what kind of shakes out from it. Uh, Spiral Dawn says everyone gets experience points, like in a role playing game. Okay. Every once in a while, you get one, and you can just spend it to learn a skill automatically. Fuck. What? Like I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that. Learn a skill to what level? You know. Uh, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn cobblery. I'm gonna become a cobbler. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself so many friends. I mean, I would imagine the more experience points you put into it, the better. So it's like, fuck yeah, dude! You you get like one point of cobblery, and you understand basic cobble. So can, so like, hold on, you earn experience points. Uh, the way that you earn these experience points, do they have to like correlate to how you spend them? Like, do you have to you have to earn those experience points cobbling, and then you can put them into becoming a better cobbler or no, can you i don't think so it just says every once in a while you get a you get a, a experience point and you just spend it to learn a skill automatically that's pretty buck wild man yeah so it's kind of like matrix style neo just like learns kung fu all of a yeah sudden. that's what i'm thinking but okay that's cool i would do that i've been kind of trying to learn python and i just don't have the time but i feel like i've put my experience points i mean i've, I've earned some experience you know i'm doing stuff on a day-to-day basis yeah. You know, I'm learning. I'm I'm doing stuff. So I feel like if I could just spend that experience somewhere else and just learn how to do Python, that would be a better. Yeah, I mean, I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like everyone you get kind of the base level experience points from like cleaning your room mm-hmm. and like doing mm-hmm. the dishes, yeah. and there's yeah. like you can just go and and clean your house. And if you do that every day for at least a year, mm. you're going to get one. You're going to become the world's greatest hit man. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get any better at cleaning your house unless yeah. you spend that experience point on house cleaning. Yeah. But no one wants to spend but you've But you've farmed, you have farmed house cleaning to get the experience point to spend on Python programming. Hold on. Is spending your experience points the only way that you can improve in something? Yeah, no, yeah, you don't get better at anything unless you spend the experience point. You don't get better at anything unless you, you spend an experience point on it. That must be so fucking frustrating when you're trying to teach your child to poop in the toilet. No, like yeah, no, that that child has to make the conscious decision to oh to God. level up their pooping in the in the toilet ability. And they're not going to. I mean, they're going to level up their front flips and their judo and their nunchucks. No. So it's going to get a little bit dicey. I mean, like it's going to take a while before you start realizing that you have not been you've been maybe min-maxing a little bit more than you should have. Yeah, and then they're going to get to the age where they realize that they probably don't want to be shitting all over the place all the time. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they don't have any friends. But they've already burnt all their experience points. By then it's very convenient though cuz they can do backflips and judo and so it's like, oh, they can get their experience points by fucking So it's like, like anyone who's making fun of you for shitting on the carpet, yeah. you just beat <laughs> yeah. fucking beat the shit out of them, get an experience point, learn how to sh- not shit in the carpet anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just I mean it all works itself out because yeah, you don't know how to shit in the toilet, but you you are able to use the experience that you're getting from fighting crime to then back backfill the experience that you should have been spending on diarrhea training and stuff like that yeah. diaper training 
So it eventually comes out. It all comes out in the wash, but it might just kind of take you a little bit. I don't know. Maybe there's a way, maybe how, however the system works, maybe your parents can allot some of your experience points for you or mm. something. Maybe. Which, maybe. They go into a kind of like an experience trust account. Are they going to spend it on you getting better at poops or are they going to spend it on you becoming a concert cellist? Yeah, that's hard. Again, it's just the selfish decision that's going to be made every time, probably. Yeah. I mean, unless they just really hate cleaning up poop. You're going to get really good at fetching dad his friendly slippers in the newspaper. All I, well, I do know that like we were spending a good $80 on diapers a month with our kids. So I was, I was ecstatic when my kids spent their experience points on potty training. Mm-hmm. Like, so... As an adult, I would have made that choice for them a lot earlier. Yeah, but your kid's going to suck at judo, man. Yeah, I think there are a lot of parents who that would just be the first thing they put a point into their child for. It's like, you fucking are not, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Right out the womb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right out. Or even maybe maybe even something like, you know, um, being able to fill out your tax returns or something like that. Because that starts paying for itself pretty quickly. Yeah. So if you want to become a mom, you it would probably be behoove you to put you those experience points in momming being a mom yeah, like mother. giving birth is probably a pretty significant skill to have but you only really do it like a couple times that's true so you could probably just wing it mm-hmm. i mean you don't want to do it you don't want to do it wrong so you want at yeah. least one point in there maybe we can just assume that natural bodily functions like they just kind of they do themselves pooping yeah. and, and birth and eating are just just gimmies you know just inherent, <laughs> just race traits, race, race skills. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess the 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 thing about birth is that it's still a very dangerous thing if there aren't doctors nearby. So you still need doctors to put their points into like caring for women after they've given. Birth. I I agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. doctors. You need your doulas and and your midwives that are leveled up, like fully fully leveled. You need up. some leveled up, experienced people around you. But if you're the one giving birth, you probably don't need to put any points into it. Do you really need, mm-hmm. you don't even need to go to college or anything, right? You just buy your experience points. You just buy your doctorate, basically. Oh, yeah. Hell no. Yeah. You have to save up a buttload of experience points. You wouldn't waste your time. You wouldn't waste your time going to school. You would just spend the experience points to get the get the skills. Yeah, you probably don't put any experience points in math or anything like that because you just put it all in doctoring. <laughs> you just yeah. save it all up. 100% doctor. Basic English, don't need that. You don't need to read. You're a doctor. Yeah. I would put all of my points into grifting. And just grift everybody nonstop. Because what are you going to do? I mean, if you're really, if you're, if you're excellent at grifting, nobody can stop you. Yeah, but other than that, you're a fucking useless piece of shit. Yeah, but like I've got all the money. You've got no friends, <laughs> but you've grifted everyone on earth. I've grifted everybody right out of their sentient shoes. I've got a big pile of sentient shoes, one for every hour of the day. Yeah, I don't know what I'd put my points in, man. Probably, I'd probably put it in. Something that would allow me to think about what I should put my points in. I'd probably put mine into child wrestling so that I could, like, face the super angry, super powerful children. Is that... Hold on. Is that a stat tree right there, child wrestling? <laughs> it's very specific. That's... Uh, that's Well, I mean, because there's going to be angry children who are out of control Oh, powerful. you mean... You mean so that you can wrestle children? Oh, yeah. Stop them from killing everything. <laughs> I did not... I did not think that. <laughs> I, do you mean child wrangling or child wrestling? Yeah, well... Well, all of them. Child subduel. Okay. Submission. Sub- child leg locks. Child defeat. I don't know. 
<laughs> how about you just how about you just put it in submission or leg locks or or jujitsu or something like that you don't have to specify freaking children I don't <laughs> well think. i mean i feel like if I, you're pretty good at wrestling adults you'll be pretty good at wrestling children you know i feel like it's going to be necessary because i mean so at what age at what age are you in control of your own experience points at what age are you spending your own experience points and not your parents spending them for you 18. 21 oh wow seriously yeah. that's i feel like that's really that old it's pretty old I was thinking more like three or four, or like eight. It seems like old, but how often is it three or four degrees outside, Ryan? That's true. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Yeah, there you go. Gotcha. Yeah, that's likely going to be a 20-year-old baby at, at least, man. I kind of feel like this party planet should just be nuked from orbit. It just doesn't seem like it's... I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of conflicting ideas going on. <laughs> it's just... every Every episode, I just have more and more... Um, gratitude for the for the world we live in it's flawed it's deeply flawed but hey like i don't have to wrestle babies like on a daily basis to keep them from destroying my home you know what that could be like a sales pitch to get people to listen to this it's like hey you know earth could be worse (laughs) could be worse (laughs) could be worse worse. listen to what we talk about you could be it you could be an adult baby could be worse Mm Could, could be a hundred year old. Could be a hundred year old man when it gets hot. Could have to put all your stats in child wrestling. Could be worse. Mm-hmm. Man, disposable worlds. Be thankful for the world you got. All right. Well, that's a world. Um, it's not quite as good as our world, but hey, could be worse. Fuck it. Yeah, it could be worse. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and thanks to everybody that submitted ideas. Thank you to Human Rocket, Tossers Delight, Cool Flu, Starbeard Boy, Chef Robert Irvine, and Spiral Don. And uh, if you would like to hear more episodes, go to RadbotProductions.com, where you can catch all of our uh, older episodes and even see the other projects that we're working on. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Reddit. Yeah, and I would like to thank everyone from Belafonte for the use of our theme song, Bastion off of their uh, EP Prime Meridian. Until next time, this is Disposable Worlds. There she goes. There she blows. Could be worse. Could be worse. Lightning in a bottle. (laughs) Keep it in your pocket.